Hello everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we play games with pens, paper, dice, and our imagination. Thanks for joining us. And there's Josh Hiccuping, and welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we're playing Power Outage, and because of Josh's crazy work-life schedule, this might be a bit shorter than usual. So let's get straight to it! Uh, I believe we're in. Yes, a, I believe we're in a fight, aren't we, uh, Beeps? Yes, you are. Excellent. Uh, you have arrived on the flying Dutch baby. Excellent. Um, and you are facing off against uh, Breakfast. And actually, I uploaded a new version of the map, so you are all probably looking at the quick one that. Oh, what happened? Oh no! Exited. That's one right. second. Dang it! Uh, you're looking at the old map, so let me just drag you over to the new one. And here we go. Oh, it's oh. all them Hollywood effects. Yeah. Overuse of Photoshop filters. Um, so, <clears throat> you are on the Flying Dutch Baby. And, um, and you, uh, in front of you, you see Breakfast, and at his feet which I have not added, so let me add an icon for that, is Professor Mendeleev, and uh, this, the chef one, definitely do. Um, so at his feet is uh, Professor Mendeleev, and um, he uh, looks at you as like, ah, I see that you have uh, finally arrived. Um, what else does he say? He says, Now you will bear witness to the greatest villain of Atomni Zavad, if not the entirety of Outage. Uh, and then uh, as he says that, the ship starts to make its slow turn and moves towards the city proper. Um, and you are now flying in a path that looks like off in the distance, you're drive, you're flying towards um, the Atania Savad proper. Um, I'd like each of you to roll a d20 roll and add your power. Okay. Sixteen. Also, I just realized that we are essentially on a stovetop. Thirteen. Four. Are those pans? Oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. I love it. Okay, 16 is good. Okay, um, 16 will let you know that you can kind of estimate, uh, and a little bit meta here, um, but whatever. Um, you can estimate based off of um, the speed that you're traveling and um, and the uh, the distance that the city is away from you that there are about, I'd say, 10 turns worth of um, movement or you know, action and whatnot before you arrive at the edge of the city. A um, couple other things that you notice. Um, all of you, except for Kiddo, who seems probably slightly distracted. Um, this is awesome. You notice that... Uh, the scent, the smell of bad borscht is everywhere, even up here. Um, and you can see that it's bubbling 
uh, in the uh, in the pans to in at each of the corners of the um, the uh, the ship. And the last thing that you'll notice is um, at random moments uh, the burners uh, on the it, that that kind of line the floor um, kind of start to glow and then fade away, uh, you know, intermittently, and you don't exactly know what the pattern is there or if there is a pattern or anything like that. And that's what you uh, see about you. Um, how do you want to proceed? Can you believe this guy calls himself the greatest villain? Like, my mom hasn't even heard of him. <laughs> Big mood. You should, you should lead with that. Yeah, like, uh, get out, talk him down. <laughs> oh my god! Down, you say? It's like. Did Did you oh. say that loud enough that Breakfast could hear? I like to think we did. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like he probably didn't, but it also seems more fun to say it out loud. So, um. I guess with the encouragement from the other party, Mr. Nice Guy would go ahead and shout that across the ship, um, flying Dutch baby, and just say, if you're the greatest villain, then how come my mom has never heard about you? Okay, what I am going to do <clears throat> is I'm going to roll... I'm just kind of making this up here. I'm going to roll a d20, okay. and I'm going to add uh, my perception. Uh, so let's break fast... Uh, Power here. I'm just wondering if he gets it's a, a net twenty, does it really hurt him? No. What I'm actually going to do here is let me see here. Uh, okay, so if you can, Dame, uh, roll a uh, your d20 plus your armor. This is a bit of a weird okay. roll here. Omer is three. Let's hope. Oh, yeah. wow. oh, a net twenty. <laughs> All right. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um, I will say that, um, okay, Breakfast appears very confused and also somewhat um, hurt by this news, but he kind of adjusts and says, well, well, I'm sure whoever this, that lady is will know of me soon. In fact, she'll know of me very fast. He just insulted your mom. All right. I know my mom is a bad woman, but she's still my mom. I said we the get heck? this guy. Uh oh, it's no more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> oh, hey, hey you Mr. Got nice Guy, do you need to get over there really quickly? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> How quickly no, do you need to get over there? Session. <laughs> um, just so you all know, I um, I put little red dots on uh, spots on the map of where the burners are, mm -hmm. so you can kind of get a bit of an idea more of where the um, the spots of each burner are. And I'm assuming for number three, let's just say it's uh, six. Uh, let's see if this actually dings. It does not ding. Used to ding. Um, six spots uh, to the right of uh, Professor Mendeleev. There we go. Okay. Um, okay. So how are you proceeding? 
not being thrown. Thank you. I, I wasn't going to offer again. That's okay. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to make it clear. I'm just trying to think. He's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven away from me. So, I, I look at Phantom. He's Give him a wink. What, what are my chances of being able to repeat the, the teamwork bombs away move that we pulled? I mean, I can't get you above him, but I can get you next to him. That'll do. Now, now, just since I don't know the physics behind it, if you're standing on a back of an object moving forward at any speed, and you're thrown towards the front of that object, as the object continues to move forward, you don't fly... <laughs> you, you, you kind of, like... I think you don't get as far as you might have. Okay. Is that accurate? Just, I think that's accurate. No, you're, Maybe. You're accelerating at the same rate that the plane is flying, so if you accelerate faster, then you're still going the same rate that you would be going normally by comparison. Okay. Well, then there you go. Okay. Uh, my, my plan B is to walk over to this thing, look at the villain, ask if it's expensive, and then smash it. Okay. Um, of roll a, a d20 plus your power. No, sorry, your impact. Okay, uh, that is a 20. Uh, you roll the 20 or like a uh, 20 or? Uh, unnatural or dirty, as they say. Dirty 20. Okay. Um, you smash this uh, device and sparks uh, occur and um, I'm going to roll a d d20 plus I'll say the impact or no impact I'm just going to roll a d20 and I'd like you to roll a d20 plus your armor to see if you avoid any kind of damage from this I do okay so you avoid <laughs> these sparks um, but the uh, light on that device goes dim. And as you do that, Breakfast laughs. Okay. Right. Fair enough. You guys got any plans? I, I think it was a good try. I thought it was an admirable attempt. Um, oh, also, shoot. sorry, one quick question. Power-wise, so weakness-wise, with regard to Breakfast, let me ask you a question. Um, have any of you helped your com community in a way by volunteering, donating to a food drive, or anything else that has a need? Yes. In what time period? Is this like within the last week? Yes, within the last, since the last session. Yes, that was yesterday. Okay. No, I've been a goblin and staying home all week. <laughs> and okay, Jake, I'll say that any attack that um, Breakfast makes towards you um, will have a negative two. Nice. Well, sorry, that that will actually drop to a negative two. Attacks specifically from Breakfast. So cool. 
So he'll take a not, not only will he not get a power attack or an impact attack, but he's rolling a d20 minus two. But I'm gonna go and try and re save the professor and get him away from there. Okay. Because that seems like the best plan. Sure. Uh, where do you move? Um, I'm going to move up to here and then warp myself up here. Okay. Or at least so, attempt to. I believe you can move your character. Let me know. Um... Oh, sorry. Right there? Yes, I'm hoping that's not actually a burning spot, but we'll find out. <laughs> no, you're safe there. Oh. Um, what I am going to draw, though, is um, this burner lights up and all the other burners go dark. But this one burns incredibly, like, like much more than the, than the other ones that you've seen. Almost to double the power. Don't step on that one. Okay. Okay, and you're trying to save um, uh, Professor Mendeleev. What does that involve exactly? Well, I can't teleport him away at the moment because I just use my power to get there. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to try and distract. Okay. Hopefully next turn I'll try and take the Professor away. Okay, so you spent your turn basically getting there. Yes. Okay. Also, people who can punch, please help. I'm back. I should have gone over there and punched him. <laughs> That's okay. You did a good job punching that console. I did, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yay. Uh, next up. Anybody? Kiddo, do you have a particular plan or idea? Um, I, I know I was here the entire time, but remind me what just happened. Sure. So you have <laughs> landed on a ship that is yeah. has a destination yeah. that appears toward, to be towards the city. Um, you are fighting breakfast, and you are surrounded by four pans filled with liquid ether. Um, uh, Bombardier has just smashed a console that seems to be connected to one of those pans. Um, and Kiddo has, um, teleported, oh, sorry, not to Kiddo, um, Phantom has, uh, teleported over to Professor uh, Mendeleev, uh, in a, an attempt to, um, rescue him. Or her. I don't know if we ever decided. Okay. But it doesn't um, matter. They. Okay. All right, I will. Uh, I'm just gonna run as as far as you um, my distance will allow me. Okay. Uh, towards towards them. What is that distance? Uh, oh, that would be nice. It would be a seven. Okay. Uh, one, two, three. Oh wow, it's making little dots. I should stop that. <laughs> <laughs> bloop 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 bloop. <laughs> little little uh, draw nuggets follow. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That puts you right, I'd say, here. Kiddo, are you running around with a bubble wand? Just 
<laughs> I wish. Oh, how much cooler this this fight would be if I had a bubble wand. Um. All right. Well, I can't really do anything, uh, you know, physically against him. So uh, I'll just yell. Your mom's gonna be really disappointed with you if you go through with this. Okay. So uh, roll a d20 plus your impact, and I will roll a d20 plus my Omar to see if uh, your. Are you trying to de-escalate this situation? Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to talk him down a little bit before I punch him up. Fantastic. <laughs> Remember, if you do start attacking him, that ends the de-escalation. He doesn't like. Right. He doesn't like. Like, oh, I'm starting to see the errors of my wild. <laughs> oh, punches. Well, it's the most that I can do right now. Um, but yeah, uh, 12 altogether. Okay. Um, that was a success. So you have uh, successfully rolled one uh, roll at de-escalating this situation. Congratulations. Now, if my teammates if my teammates attack, does that nullify my de-escalation? Um, yeah, I'd say so. Or is it only... Okay. I would have to say, Beebs, I'll just, um, I'll words seem overpowered. <laughs> that they do. I should yeah, get a t-shirt. I mean, could you get a t-shirt that says words are overpowered? Thank you, Josh. Yeah, you, yes, could. you can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> this has been the product placement corner. <laughs> <laughs> that and go by the boss's Apparently. book. Yes. And game's um, art. I guess that, I guess that leaves just me and uh, Mr. Nice Guy will also spend all seven of his movement points. Okay. Uh, he's gonna dash over this burner. Hopefully, it's not. It's not lit currently. Burning. Okay, not gonna give me a surprise hot nope. foot. Excellent. Um, hmm. And I too would like to try to de-escalate this. Okay. And. I'm going to say, let's see. So, Keno said your mom would be disappointed in you. I'm also going to add, and your dad. Ooh, okay. With a knowing well, Does that nod. give you advantage for, like, calling in the other parent? Like, that always terrified me as a kid when mom said, you wait till your dad gets home. Um, if it was my mom saying that about my dad, I'd be more worried. If it was somebody randomly saying that about my mom i would be i'd i would be more worried about my mom than somebody saying that they'd tell my dad <laughs> that's fair um so okay roll a but... d20 plus uh your impact wow, why do i my rolls are the worst rolls wow. in bad. the world Oh, but you still won. <laughs> well, however, however, um, but they're, they're both epic fails. Yes, I think you uh, both start crying. <laughs> oh no! What did I roll? Did I roll a set? Okay, I rolled a. You did I roll a one. a one? I rolled a natural one. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. How does that work? Does that okay? If only we had the maker Let's of this say... game here to to adjudicate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't take into account uh, two... Well, no, I did. Something bogus does happen, but two bogus things happen, and I guess two bogus things equals a positive? No, that's not how that works. But regardless, I'd say that they cancel out. You don't... 
necessarily de-escalate the um, him, and um, uh, at at most, um, Breakfast um, stares off wistfully into off at the horizon for a moment, uh, and, and you hear a very silent Papa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miss, Mr. Nice Guy upon saying, and your dad, uh, he also has a moment and he thinks about it. And he has a mental like, no, my mom is way scarier than my dad. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> like, no. She, she does have that Jersey wife voice. Oh, yeah. Jersey yeah. housewife. <laughs> Very terrifying. Just so you know, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable doing accents of people of other um, ethnicities all that much. Uh, because I'm uh, Russian myself to an extent, I am somewhat more comfortable doing that. So that's why everybody else has a Jersey accent. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah, I, I stick to what I'm allowed to do. Yeah, but I'm my drug. Uh, okay, so that would be all of your turns. Now it is time for Breakfast to go. Um, Breakfast, uh, while upset ever so slightly about um, what was just said, is more upset that a bunch of um, do-gooders have arrived on his ship. So he is going to move into the center of you three. And he is going to lift the large atomic mallet off his shoulders and slam it into the ground right at his feet. Uh-oh. And as he does, oh, no. a whip ripple waves out from him. And uh, let's see. Everybody in, that, in this vicinity, um, please roll a d20 plus your omer. Ooh. Oh no. 22. Oh kiddo. Oh kiddo indeed. I um, I rolled a natural 1. That totals to 4. A natural 1. Okay. So yep. that's not good for kiddo. Um for um Phantom the uh the uh the roll is going to actually be 8, not 14, for you. Uh, and you succeed and... Succeed and... Okay. So, kiddo. Uh, every, uh, let's see here. Uh, every... Uh, oh, well, no attack. Oh, wow. That's a crazy thing. Okay, I did that wrong. <laughs> um but I will say, since I did that wrong, oh well, that's to me. Because um, apparently um, the big thing about this attack is that there is no attack roll necessary. So on the next time that I use it, I won't have to do an attack roll. However, I will say that... Just take damage. No, for now, only kiddo um, takes... Five points of damage. And is knocked okay. to the ground. Um, but 
Is it uh, our turn? And um, everybody else kind of is able to keep on their feet. Um, yes, I'd say it is now your turn after that move. Um, all right. I, I'd like to go first. Okay. And um, I, I won't get up, uh, but I, I, I can I talk and get up? You can get up, yes. So move, okay. getting up then, is your entire travel, uh, right. and then um, talking is you can do. Are you trying to de-escalate okay. again? I'll, yeah, I'll stand up and I'll try to de-escalate again. Uh, and I'll say, you know, if you keep hitting your own ship with your with your hammer, you're just hurting yourself. Okay, that's mm. a good one. Mm. So uh, roll your d20 plus your impact. And this is where I really fail. Ooh. 18 plus, uh, so 22. That is your oh, second wow. attempt to de-escalate the situation. Congratulations. All right. And then I look around Success. at my teammates of like, it's it's been two DS. You know, I've talked to them twice. So keep that in mind before okay. you hit him. I will. Bombardier immediately hits him. <laughs> I was going to say, Bombardier considers it and punches anyway. Uh, the Bombardier is going Thanks, to move Bombardier. a couple of spaces, use my leaping power to leap the pan, use my marine, remaining travel to get straight up in his face. The Bombardier is then going to flex his huge muscles and he's going to give the professor a hug. He's going to say to him, Professor? Oh, sorry, the, the breakfast guy. I, I, I got okay. confused. <laughs> He's going to say, no hey, man, you're great at smashing. Why don't we go smash evil together as friends? That is a fantastic uh, attempt to de-escalate. Please roll a d20 plus your impact. All right. This is the one time I really do hope I roll That's a six. poorly. Clearly, it's no, unwanted no. physical contact. Oh, oh no. He's like, why are you touching That's me? It's like, this does not feel good. I did not ask for this hug. I apologize. <laughs> Bombardier, we've talked about this. We don't hug people without their permission. I'm sorry. Thank it's you. okay. You are excited. Can I maybe get an advantage on that role if I give him my sticker that uh, I got last time? <laughs> I, I gave him it. one, but you gave me another one. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's really it your fault. I'll give you if you if you attempt it again, I'll give you uh, advantage on that. Okay. Also, I'll give you a plus two. Okay. But doing an advantage after the fact when you roll the six and that's you roll the eight. That's fair. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm fair. That's fair. Words are not that overpowered. That's fine. <laughs> Stickers aren't that overpowered. Oh, okay. <laughs> the words are great. The words got you this far. Okay. Talking and bribing are different. Eh, it worked for the Romans. <laughs> uh, I'd like okay. to move the professor away. A solid plan. Please, Where are you moving the please professor to? Move as far away from breakfast as you can. Stay behind those people who can punch. Give me somewhat yeah. of a direction. Like right there or Yeah, so he I don't okay. assume that part's on fire, so you can 
just run straight down the wall if he needs to. Okay, so you're moving around and over. Go. Okay, and then let me just do one more thing here. Okay. All right, I'd and like then... to just move myself kind of like down here somewhere in between, like to cut off a direct line from breakfast to him. Do you, do you have that much movement? Or I guess you're teleporting because of your function? Uh, I know, I teleported him. I'm just literally walking oh, okay. the two spots. Okay. So Fancy movement right was there. to get him away. Yeah. Um, there? I'm Phantom. Oh, 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 sorry. There you go. There you go. Okay. Um, Mr. Nice Guy, I think you have the final say in this round. All right. Let's try to de-escalate one more time. And he'll raise up his hands and keep a respectful distance between him and Breakfast and say, hey, aside from bombardier's overexcited nature he's right you do smash really well and we could g- smash evil together it's really fun okay um roll a d20 plus your impact Ooh, nice, nice. always with the good rolls uh, <laughs> and except for the one oh, time that it was so one. Oh. all right you have successfully de-escalated um Break fast. So as you say that, he has a moment of doubt, um, uh, and he's kind of you see him backing away a little bit um, when he decides when, when when he sees that they're behind him or behind the ship, still kind of trailing them, but far off in the distance, um, a floating bear uh, slowly follows the ship. Um, and seeing that, um, Breakfast decides, now that it is his turn, to go here and jump onto this pan. And as he jumps onto this pan, he slams down on it and, with his, uh, his mallet, and the pan also weakened from the prior attack to the um, the uh, the control panel that kept it attached to the ship uh, drops off the ship. Um, the pan <coughs> falls, like it seems to fall from the ship, but then eventually writes itself and um, breakfast uh, makes a break for it. Um, and that is the end of Breakfast, but not the end of the ship, which is still on a course towards the city proper. Oh dear. Mm. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. One more here. thing. As the pan removes itself from the ship, everything tilts. Um, towards one. So what I'd like everybody to do is to roll a d20 plus your impact, uh, plus your omer. 
17. And 14. Oh, six. 18. Okay, sorry, who got six? Phantom. Oh, Phantom, okay. Um, Phantom. I a two. You roll back one, two, three, four. You don't necessarily hit the, um, the, the side there, but you are kind of stuck there. Everybody is able to somewhat hold their position. Um, actually, kiddo, you are still on the floor, right? I stood up. Oh, you stood up. Okay, so never mind that. Um, yeah. But Professor Mendeleev, who was not really restrained at all, also flies back. One, two, three, four, five. And as he rolls back over um, that burner, um, he, a bit of his shirt ignites. Um, it's oh, mildly on fire. And uh, yeah, that happens. Mildly on fire. <laughs> Yes, mildly on fire. Okay. It's not fully uh, there yet, but the the there's a big kind of wibble wobble that just occurred, um, and uh, and yeah, that's where you're at currently before you can make your reactions next. Okay. I'd say the bombardier, knowing nope. his strengths are his strength, is going to mm-hmm. go to Professor Mendeleev and just like extinguish. The, the, the fire? Fantastic. Roll a d20 plus your impact. 17. Wonderful. You put him out uh, immediately. There is no harm to Professor Mendeleev. Okay. Um, you've put him out. Is there anything else that you want to do while you're there? Do you know how to stop this thing? He's still unconscious, unfortunately. Okay. Um, I I'm will say... Other, uh, I'm going to look at... Uh, kiddo and nice guy and shrug like mm. Phantom um, would you be able to do me a favor and roll a d20 plus your power okay no you look over at the control panels and you do it does look like you can tell uh, from the past that this somehow controls the functionality of the pans themselves. Um, Mr. Nice Guy, get to one of the controls. Steve, maybe we can steer it like a plane and land it back in the bay. Right, gotcha. And I'll be able to sprint off to this one. Okay. Uh... I'm here too. Sure. And, um, and we do know Kiddo is good at video games. Sure. Don't press buttons on that one. Uh, Mr. Right. Nice Guy, roll a d20 plus your uh, power. Kiddo, roll your d20 plus your power. I might regret this later. Oh. Oh. Dang. Natural 18. 20 again. Okay. Wow. 20s and 1s tonight. I don't know what the deal so is. So here is the thing. You realize that you might be able to figure this out. It looks somewhat complicated. Uh, But um, to express the idea of you um, trying to figure this out, I'd like each of you to roll a d4, and each of you has to match the number that is on the pan. So, kiddo, you have to match a 3 with a d4. Um, 
Mr. Nice Guy, you have to match a two with your D4 roll. Um, so uh, please, by all means, um, roll those numbers. Four. Three. Quick, quick Mr. Nice Guy, swap dice. <laughs> Given that Dame go to that 20. I mean... Nat 20s don't solve everything. So I'm just going to keep track. Um, we moved, we've had how many rounds with Breakfast uh, being there? It was two with Breakfast being there, and then one now that he's gone. Okay. I've been keeping tally. Okay. Thank you. Um, so three have, okay, so we're there. Um, okay, uh, and then I am going to roll... Okay, so three now lights up very bright. So the number th- the the, the um, burner number three looks very hot, and you, you're not affected by it, kiddo. But behind you, you could feel the heat rating off this uh, radiator. Um, starting to get hot. Your your turn again. I have something of a solution if you guys don't get the controls. All right, so I'll roll my d4 and see if I get the controls. Okay, everybody, or uh, actually, uh, also Phantom, um, roll another perception. Uh, see if you could figure it out what you're supposed to do, and then roll your one d4 after that. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, okay, okay good. Oh nat my 20, gosh, you're in it. So nat twenty. Um, I will say because you rolled a nat twenty on that. Um, you can roll a one or a two um, to figure that um, pan out. Oh, okay. Makes sense. One. Nice. Okay. Um, Before I let that effect go into effect, um, because we all saw what happens um, when uh, you have a massive amount of weight being lost, um, Kiddo and... um, and Mr. Nice Guy, do you want to try to simultaneously solve your um, pans? Yes. Sure. Okay. So roll your d- roll your d4s. Okay. Dang it, four. <laughs> okay. So um. So now let me just delete this here. Oops, I'm making more boxes instead. Uh, okay, so uh, as Phantom um, figures out this panel, a um, a the bottom of the pan drops out and pours the ether out from the pan. Um, it fortunately doesn't fall on any of the citizens because you're still traveling over the bay. Um, but a, you do see a um, pool, uh, a, a, a um, I don't know what you call them, a team of dolphins now zipping across the water at incredible speeds. Um, and also, everybody, uh, roll a d20 plus your armor. Oh, goodness. Did we just hurt uh, a bunch of dolphins? 22. No, you just made them move I very fast through the water. They're, they're okay. okay. It's a pretty okay. Oh, a seven. Nine. Okay. 
Uh, all right. Um, seven and nine. Yeah. Okay. Um, so kiddo, uh, I'm going to say you, since you're so close to the wall, you kind of roll up against the wall and roll down. So one, two, three, four, five here. And who else? Um, Dame, you, uh, yeah. so one, two, three, four, five here. Um, Ugh. and, um, there is no panel there, so, uh, it kind of balances out pretty quickly. Uh, oh, also, Professor Mendeleev. I was holding um, him. Oh, you were holding him? Yep. Okay, great. So then you are good. Cool. Uh, and then that's it. So for that round. Uh, next round. Okay. The bombardier. Uh, I'm going to run up. Uh, are we near the water Go yet? You're over the water. How far? Right now. Um, you're pretty high up. I'm not going to throw the professor. I'm going to leap over here. But you thought about it. the professor very carefully under my arm. And then Realize you'll be jumping over the flaming pit. Yeah, I, I can do that. Yeah, oh, flaming one, pit. One, okay. two, three, four. I, I can get over here with my normal travel. Um, I want to punch the connecting metal holding this pan to the uh, to the mm. thing. Okay, so since you're going to be jumping while holding the professor to make sure that you're... I, I, I don't have to jump, grabbing... I, could, I could walk. My travel seven, so I'm going like one, two, three, four, okay. five. Six, so you're like going around the pan. Yes. Okay, so you're not jumping to no, there. You're I'm not jumping. Walking no. around. I'm, I'm walking okay. around. And you're taking the oops. Professor under my you're arm. Taking the yeah. Professor here, and you're trying to punch this. Yeah. Okay. Roll a d20 plus your impact. Fifteen. Hmm. That is exactly the number I had in my head. Um, so, <laughs> um, you go ahead and you punch that pan, and it cracks in that spot, and um, the liquid starts to pour out. Um, and unfortunately, so I'm gonna we say, may have to leave the episode there on a cliffhanger, because unfortunately, I have to get back to work. I'm a little bit over lunch. Okay. Well, um, all right, then I'll. End it there, and Excellent. we'll. Uh, I think I think we have about five to ten minutes left, so uh, it's really epilogue stuff. So okay. on the start of turn five. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, guys. This has been a lot of fun as always. Thank I do you, thank Jacob. you for hanging out with me. Hi everyone, Josh from the future here. Unfortunately, there's not a great way for me to put last week's recording and this week's recording together, so uh, I'm going to do my best. But I do apologize now. Uh, but this is us picking up from uh the, on this week from where we left off last week cheers as we said we've confronted uh break fast he he's gone his way um, yeah he escaped and i think we left off with the the lot of you um trying to disable the um the the dutch baby and i'm assuming with the amount of turns that you had available to you <laughs> yeah. um, I, I think we managed it yeah, so I would say that you landed the Dutch baby safely in the harbor. Um, as you uh, as you um, 
come uh, to, you know, as the security forces approach, uh, you see a little ship coming out into the water to meet up with you. Um, there's a police escort. There is a representative there from the Zim forces. Um, the Zim, again, are the uh, kind of specialists when it comes to dealing with um, super-powered uh, heroes. Mm. Um Professor Mendeleev is, of course, um, seen to and his injuries taken care of. He's in good health. Um, and uh, oh, slightly charred, but that's okay. Um, eh. And <clears throat> I'll say that as um, uh, Boris Bearclaw uh, approaches you, uh, let's, let's, let's work that out. What, is, what do you say to Boris Bearclaw as he... Uh, comes as he takes a step onto the ship. Um. Well, don't everyone speak up at once? (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of a terrible, like, bear pun using the word Ursus, but I couldn't think of anything. I I, I froze. There was clearly some kind of bright light around, and, and, and it just, like... I, I think Kiddo would be like just kind of holding his arms out and being like, you're welcome. We did it. <laughs> um, Boris uh, comes up and goes, oh, I see you want bear hug. Excellent. And then he gives you a big, big old hug. <laughs> way, way to have your obnoxiousness backfire on you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a long, that's been a long time coming. <laughs> Good, good, good. You guys did excellent job defeating Breakfast Man. Uh, I'm sure we he's under control and we will be seeing him again soon. He's clearly a serial offender. Yes, in fact, we have a serial offender in custody. Uh, turns out Mr. White was actually... Uh, known as the serial offender, which you, the three, the, the four of you helped capture. Ah, That's excellent. exactly what we intended to do. Yeah. We're, we're uh, uh, happy we're glad we could help you out there. Uh, was, was there a reward? Yes, there is a reward. Let me pull it up because I don't have my PDFs available. <laughs> Justice is our reward, kiddo. That's our reward. Okay. Uh, I will say that you have received also, two awards. Bombardier just wants to say to um, uh, Mr. Bearclaw, hey, did you see that guy? That other bear? That Bearden of Truth? Bearden man, of Truth? All bears... All bears don't know each other, Bombardier. Oh, oh man! Look, I'm, 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 I'm really sorry if that's rude. As you say that, um, and as uh, Boris Bearclaw uh, puts down Kiddo and starts to shuffle his, or float his way back towards the security forces to deal with the Zim patrols, and um, and also. Uh, Work out um, the arrangement for the their retention of the ether condenser, which they are now taking back into custody. I'd like all of you to roll a d20 plus your power. Okay, excellent. And that's the last roll of the night. 
Eleven. Ten. Sixteen. Oh, wait. I typed that in wrong. That's right. Roll. Oh, wait. It's okay, Jacob. Look, whatever you say you've rolled, we're going to trust you. I'm trying to do it in the right window so everyone can see it. Okay. Following the rules. There's rules? I mean, well. supposedly. <laughs> 1d20 plus power? Yes. 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 11. 11, okay. Um, so as uh, Boris um, communicates with the Zim patrols, you, see a, you feel a little bit of a over your heads. And off in the distance, you see a large furry animal flying away from you. Man, whoever threw that has got one amazing arm. Um, and your rewards for the successful completion of uh, the Breakfast Adventure. Um, you get two badges. Um, yes. You have the Panacea badge. Um, which will allow you to roll twice and select the higher roll when dealing with any Zim forces. Um, and uh, you get the... Uh, um, Would we call that one the Avant badge? Uh, I'm trying to merge said, advantage and badge. I don't know why. I, again, I wrote this at four in the morning, mind you, so it's called the badge with it? That can't be right. But in any case... Um, you can, um, you, this second badge would to be named, wait, it's got to be named down here. Oh, Burnt Toast. There we go. Uh, the Burnt Toast badge allows you to flip your impact or power attributes once per session prior to rolling while in the Atomi Zavad. Oh. I'll send that to you. So anytime you're in the Atomi Zavad, you can flip flop your power or impact once, uh, as a kind of extra thing. Oh, cool. Nice. I'll send it over the badges nice. to you guys later on so you can look at them. And, uh, yeah. And um, so ends your exciting adventure. Um, uh, and uh, um, uh, uh, Mr. Nice Guy. Um, as the, I guess, the scene fades out, you get a call, and, uh, and you look down at the cell phone. Oh, no. <laughs> and sure, it's enough, it's your mom. Oh. Yeah. I, I've got to take this. Uh, I'll catch you all <laughs> up on the next one, all right? Right. All right. And that's it. What do you guys think? This is great. Yeah. It's yeah good. I liked it. I, I, I had a good time. Um. And I think I said as much, or at least I hope I did, during our one-to-one -one chat, that with games like this, A, it's wonderfully streamlined, but B, it is, as you said, it's what you bring to it. And if what you bring to it is a sense of, I'm going to play a character, I'm going to have fun with this and engage, and I'm going to try and throw my teammates out of the people because it'll be funny. <laughs> I'm going to try and get kiddo smashed by... I mean, um... Mm -hmm. Tell then us that's more, gonna, Josh. Then that's going to make a game so much better. And I mean, it's it's like starting off with yeah. a cake. The cake's good. But it's what you bring to the cake that makes it... Mwah. Yes. Well, I was, um, I was... 
there's a lot of influences to the um, the feel for the environment, um, and it's kind of stuff that we grew up with a little bit. Um, um, you have the Tick, you have uh, mm -hmm. Freakazoid, um, mm -hmm. uh, you have uh, Doctor Horrible sing along blog and all the kind of crazy <laughs> uh, uh, villains in there. Um, you have a little bit of. Uh, the Venture Brothers uh, kind of mixed in there. So I think even though this is a game that is designed for kids, if you did want to play, like the, the idea of kind of zany villains and heroes, um, kind of not necessarily taking um, the action of saving things or doing things so seriously, um, it's something that I think adults can have just as much fun with as a group of kids. And hopefully that kind of, went through i think that translated yeah, well yeah i think so yeah uh, i mean yeah as a as somebody in their early 30s this was really fun you know right. just like any other D, &D game mm -hmm. so the, the, this is the game i used as a gateway for my 15 year old nephew uh to get him into ttrpgs and we played through most of the scenario that you have in the book mm -hmm. and then Joseph, uh, my my old boy, mentioned to him, "Hey, there's also this game called Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm a walking dragon man." And immediately he's like, "Is there a reason you've been holding out on me, Josh? Like, is there a reason we don't play these games every night?" I'm like, "I get tired." <laughs> Aww. That's great. Yeah. It's great that you're engaging with a nephew and like getting him into gaming, and yeah, you know, it's like transformative. So like, yeah. We talked about like different ways of seeing success and hearing something like that. That's like success for me. You know, I don't care if I make a single. I mean, I do care, of course, if I make a single dollar <laughs> on this game. But if if I don't, so. I can I can still say that I've had success because I've heard something like that. Like this was a gateway for our kid to get into all kinds of games. That's like fantastic. Yeah, and personally speaking, um, I'm reasonably new to TTRPGs, so it's refreshing to uh, branch off from the regular. Um, I really appreciate and enjoy exploring a completely different system and having a lot of fun with it. Very cool. I, I do also like the fact that we were able to go family friendly um, for <laughs> such a long period of time with minor editing done because one of us, and you'll never know who audience, um, dropped a naughty word. It was Josh. Oh, it was okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you'll never know. It lasted like four seconds. <laughs> Old bottoms. Um. I mean, there's there's a lot of fun with going with family friendly because um, it kind of I guess it reminds me of like old cartoon gags, and I I appreciate that feel. Um, a little bit of that nostalgia. There is something wonderful to be able to go back into those childhood cartoon kind of place and be able to just be wonderfully happy and positive and don't deal with, oh, and we kill this guy. Oh, and, you know, his objectionable content that I now kind of worry about with my children growing up. And, um, mm -hmm. hey, uh, side note for those who are parents or are going to be parents one day, um, don't let your children watch horrible histories until they're at least eight or ten. Oh no! 
my toddler threatened someone with something, and we we had to have a discussion with him about it. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah, they learned it. It was it was not a good threat. It was a this is coming from a three year old. That's spooky. (laughs) So it it was great to be able to go into that world where we had fun and we were silly and we gave each other license to be silly. Yes. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Nice. Um, What was... uh, uh, Was there anything that you see that could be a point of improvement? Love to hear. Hmm. Anything I can do that can... Part of me wants to argue what I did with the puzzle shouldn't be allowed. But at the same time, um, this is because I've started listening to escape room podcasts, and they're great. They're amazing. But at the same time, I also think for kids, you've got to have that out because they, they need that sense of progression. So, uh, the uh, yeah, like I kind of want to take back the only thing I'd improve because it's like, yeah, but Josh, you've kind of got to remember you're not the exact target audience. You can act like the exact target audience. Um, that's me saying I act like a child and Tyler got it because he was smiling. Um, that's my job. Yeah. <laughs> I joined in. It was great. Um, but no, I don't know if you can improve on that because it's like, no, that's that's actually a consideration. And that's a good one. It's a really good one. Yeah, I can think of anything myself. Um I, I really appreciated the benefits that the players would get depending on how they've either helped around the house or helped their community. Um, that I thought was really cool. That that really stood out to me. I like that. Like, hey, did you donate? Did you donate to charity this week? Well, here's this. Or, you know, did you do your homework? Here's this. So, like, oh, that's really cool. I like that. Yeah, I'm hoping that. It kind of puts a seed into the idea of being able to use. I mean, like I, I've built this so that it could kind of function as an educational aid as well, because um, I work in education, so I could see like using this in small group sessions, not necessarily as like this kind of like a lot of people pitch gamification as like this one-stop end-all, be-all. This is the solution to all your problems. It's not the case. Um, but mm. as a tool that you can use in your classroom, uh, as a tool that you could use in a small group session or in a counseling session, if you want kids to explore their feelings about specific things and stuff like that, um, I want to see the the inclusion of more uh, role playing games because that's what you do in, in counseling. You um, you get into like role playing. Um, to discuss your feelings, but um, there's uh, there's no ability for the kid to divorce themselves from that to an extent. Like usually, you're role playing somebody you know, you're role playing this. So getting that set up um, is kind of why I, I wanted to have these like meta weaknesses built into the game, so that way, if I wanted to, I could say, okay, I'm gonna, you know. The kids I work with won't have much of an advantage, uh, uh, ability to donate to a food shelter necessarily, but I might be able to get them to do something else, like cleaning up a street or something like that. So, oh, um, yeah. I, I also like the idea um, of being able to talk the villain down being... Okay, in Dungeons & Dragons, it sometimes feels that like talking a villain down or casting a charm person 
to end a fight in some ways feels overpowered and like it, it takes away from stuff but in this the fact that you actually put it in is like no guys this is a core mechanic it was designed to be overpowered um again it's like guys that's great that shouldn't be changed because ideally we want to tell our kids guess what you will solve more problems in life by trying to get the other person to 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 stop doing because you can tell them hey there's a benefit for you for not doing the wrong thing rather than i punch him in the face with my splitty fists but it's good to have a splitty fist i wish i did i wish i did that'd be great i'd I'd use it to open the fridge oh no (laughs) see if i see how far i can get that door to fly But I understand what you mean. Like, you. Uh, the the importance of being, I guess, not only to tell someone about, like, hey, it's beneficial for you to not do, to, you know, stop being a bad guy, but also um, kind of just being able to connect with the person and uh, talk out, like, emotions, you know, why are you here? Why are you doing this? People make that joke all the those kind of jokes all the time in D and D. Like, you go up to the evil sorceress and you're like, "Is this where you saw your life going ten years ago?" And how that you know totally flips her around, where she's like, "I want to go back to college," you know, those kind of things. Um, and I think those are not only fun narratives, but uh, really cool to teach children. Like, hey, it's it's not just run up and beat someone up, um, which still is fun to do as a superhero, but. It's also cool to help someone explore their emotions and figure out why they are the way they are Hmm. or what they're doing. I I do kind of like the way that roleplay games give us that freedom. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I mean, this has all been a a process of uh, repeated failure improving you know like improving on repeated failures you know like the first time i played this game the first time the first build of this game my kids ran out of powers almost immediately and then just started kicking a robot to death you know and i was like, mm. <laughs> and like hmm. hey, we've all been there uh, what are we teaching sound, at this point yeah. this doesn't sound like it's working too well for them and then my wife like overhears this and she's like what are you what are you having them do what are you doing to these kids and like yeah 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 we're, we're gonna we're gonna reshop this <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and that's another reason i want to thank you guys because while we were actually i mean this was a process of about two months or so that we've kind of been at this campaign um and while uh uh, we've been doing this it's helped really keep me in tune to the adventure that while i'm running it for you i'm also writing it so that's why oftentimes it'll appear very raw um in like its quality and stuff like that like the ending is it fully fleshed out you know what i mean i had the you know i had um, burden of truth fly off of course but i didn't really quite write it in well enough um but I wanted to thank you because you guys really helped like keep the project grounded as I'm doing this. And now as of yesterday, it's like coinciding or well, actually I guess as of today, 
I finished the rough draft for this whole adventure. So the end of our campaign and the end of this rough draft occurred pretty much on the same day. So thank you for that. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, glad we could help. Uh, I was going to say, I certainly have no idea what it's like to try and write something and run a bunch of adventurers through it at the same time. No, sir. Not at all. Not even. (laughs) Well, up until this point, it's all been in my head as I've been running the adventure. Actually, I had uh, half of the adventure. I had up to, I think, one of the places or two of the places that you can go visit um, written down. And the entire back half of it was 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 never written down. So like that's why you saw like when we were in roll the roll twenty sessions, you see like how the shift changed from like a rectangle with four circles to like something I, I kind of actually put an effort in rendering, albeit mm-hmm. not a great effort, but nonetheless, it's you know an effort nonetheless. So at at the end of the day, also, I mean, when you think about what. I mean, I, I, I like art and I appreciate, you know, good production values and anything. But realistically, with kids, you can use the most basic map that really just shows yeah. the basics of what they need to know. They will imagine the rest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is just so good. And, and I think there's, like, for at least for my kids, you know, if, you, if I showed them this map that we have up in front of us, this, you know, nicer rendered one... Um, they'd go, oh yeah, there's a stove and there's the pots and like, they'd like get into it because it's like, oh, I recognize all those things. And it's kind of silly that they're all stuck together like that. And that's not how they normally go. And they're, you yeah. know, that's not normally giant pans. And, yeah. So. The giant stove top. <laughs> Usually on the not. Going one. Sometimes. Usually. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Occasionally. I hope I got a bit of a, uh, a Avengers, uh, air helicarrier vibe going on along with it being a bunch of pans and pots just mushed together. So. I, I actually realized the, the moment just before Bombardier smashed a console, I should have said, this appears to be powered by some kind of electricity. Oh, well, <laughs> smash. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the mechanics for that are a bit funny, because, like, like, you smashed the console, I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Normally you would investigate the console and see about emptying mm, out the no. ether while keeping no. the finger float. No. Not when That's not bombardier. No, yep. no, 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 no. You, you. So. <laughs> there, there's, there's, there's a. Yes. Questions later. No. <laughs> just, just smash. Not even questions later. Okay, yeah, just smash. No, no there's no questions. Ask the questions. The, the only question is why haven't I smashed. Why would why haven't I smashed that other thing yet? Can I get over I there know, to smash it? And then there's, why did you smash that? Why would I not smash that? So I, 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 I'm, glad I, I'm glad I gave you at least one thing to think of, like, oh, what if they do that? Definitely. Uh, I, I, so now I am going to go into the editing phase for this adventure. Um, and while that happens, and while I reach out to everybody to beta read this book and stuff like that, um, so by all means, if you guys are interested, I'm happy to share. Uh, yeah. Now that it won't spoil anything for you guys, um, I'm going to start working on um, the uh, the adventure for the 1K backer, just to give you an idea. 
I don't know. It's up. To, I'm, I'm leaving it up to him whether or not he wants to release the adventure to anybody. Um, but um, for Ben, I'm doing an adventure called um, Spamos uh, and the uh, Infinity Omelet. Oh my uh, Infinity Omelet. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, so much breakfast food. Yes. And, and you know what? He he decided to go breakfast themed, or he decided to go food themed as well. So I was like, all right, man, I'm, I'm willing to roll with it. So this will be an adventure that kind of touches on all five um, environments in the outage. And it's kind of like a collective thing where you're either befriending or facing off against the different villains in each session. Um, Is one going to be carbs? One's going to be protein? One's going to be essential fats? I have it written down here, I'll tell you. No, the... Um, I, it's it's components to an omelet, um, which was difficult oh, when it came to sense. it came to uh, when it came to uh, the one thing I had to do that was slightly kind of a workaround was it's on a blue plate um, that represented the the blue gem I guess uh, equivalent, um, but uh, but I, here in America you have like the blue plate special which is a pretty common thing for diners you know um, so that's kind of yeah. where I barred from that. Uh, no, Spam in, in in Australia we don't have diners. Oh, that's a shame. That is a real shame. That's okay. We we we'll live with it. Where do you go after it's two a.m. and you've been drinking all night? Um, where, I stay. Now we've gone into the not exactly family friendly area of the podcast. Adults, turn it off after this. Um, I don't drink and I don't really go out. <laughs> oh, that's that's fair. I'm sorry. Where do you go um, after partying all night? We would go to the kebab store. <laughs> Those are very good. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no greater food on this planet than when one is feeling, you know, in, in a certain state of both tired, out from partying, and, and maybe a, a little bit, you know, uncoordinated than a collection of grease and fats and sugars and salts wrapped up in delicious carbs. Mm. The only thing better than a kebab, and the only reason I say it's maybe slightly better than a kebab is because it has chips in it, is a gyros. Mm. I can see that. Wait, your your gyros have... um, French fries. What you call French fries in them, yeah. You guys put Uh, French fries in them. That's... Interesting. All right. We don't. There's a, there's a place down the road for me that does. I've been there once, and because I value not passing away from a heart attack at 45, like, I can't come back here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to live. Okay. My, wife's, my wife has finished studying, and so now she's making cake again. So I was like, eh, I'm going to die of something now. I'm fortunate living in northern New Jersey because I'm New York City adjacent, but also New Jersey is known for like having like these diners that are up until like like open 24/7 and stuff like that. So if you ever needed to go to a single place where you can get like waffles or chicken franchise like at the same time, you know what I mean? Like if they have like these menus that are like. 14 pages long. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, the food's always terrible, but uh, there's definitely a selection <laughs> available. 
I, I, you're just reminding me of the um, the binging with Babish regular show Luther Burger episode. Where this guy wants to open a diner that just serves like the Luther Burger is like, I think it's bacon, hamburger, melted cheese between two Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh. We sell oh, those no. at our state fair. Uh, we have uh, yeah, we have the donut burgers. It's a thing. <sighs> yep. That sounds horrid so bad we deep fry everything like i mean kids don't eat that kids don't listen to this part of the podcast stop listening right now (laughs) go Um, go to bed joseph deep fried oreos are your are are your your baseline but we now do deep fried like they do deep fried um snicker bars they do deep fried cheesecake they do the the deep fried mars bars is is scottish in origin Oh, okay. And there's a place near. There's a place near where I used to live that had it on the board, and I was always like, "No, you want to see forty-five, Josh? Just, just, it's... just don't get started." <laughs> I'll tell you, it's probably not very healthy for me to eat like, an empanada every day, but so far it's good. Empanadas, though, they're yeah, so good. They Chim- are. I have this like really good Colombian bakery, maybe about eight minutes away from my job, and Ooh, they make yeah. everything with like everything is like it's bread, but it's so cheese infused that the cheese is like the bread itself. So it's like you can't tell where bread ends and cheese begins. It's just it's unreal. There's a place near where I used to work. <laughs> uh, we moved offices recently. Um, uh, it was a banh mi place, a uh, Vietnamese pork roll. Okay. And um, they did a crispy pork roll, which was like roasted pork with crackling in it. And with all the usual banh mi accoutrement of like, you know, pate and soy sauce and the other weird sauces and, and just everything that goes into it. It was like, I can't eat these anymore. <laughs> like so, that is way too much pork fat for one for one person to consume in one go. I have to take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, just like yeah, that, that that's a sensible dietary option. Just just don't do the pork roll. Uh, so I pulled it up here. Uh, let's see here. Um, for green, I have avocado. For yellow, I have. For orange, I have cheese. For red, I have tomatoes. For purple, I have onions, and then of course for blue, I have the plate itself. So. Oh. Okay. And yet there are no eggs. Well, that's the the glove-ish part. <laughs> is the egg. That's the, the thing that binds them together. Was, In fact, I could probably find. I was find... just waiting okay. for ba- for Bivas to go. Oh no! Just I'll have to get. Glass. I'll have to find a way of getting Peter Dinklage to fashion. The the egg part of this to combine oh all these. Uh, uh, if if there was a way you could reach out to him and get him on social media and say, "Hey, here's a game for your kids to play." By the way, would you please endorse my book? <laughs> oh my I, there's been it's is very hard to like hold back on the when somebody is like like there's like a famous person that was like, "Oh, I have kids that blah blah blah. And look how funny they are," and I'd be like. Kids, you say? Hmm. Yeah, that does not sound family friendly. But not in that other way. Yeah, 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 in a good way. way. Oh, my God. 
cool. Uh, I think we will call the episode there because now we've recorded probably close to an episode and a half worth of content after I stitched this all together. But we are, we are having fun and we had a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Be, we, pe- people buying this book is a thing that should happen. They should buy all the adventures that you're going to bring out. They should just buy everything that you do um, because it's been a wonderful, lovely, wholesome time w- with us and for us. Um, and I don't know if there's any way we can say thank you anywhere near enough. Um, I mean, I got to say thank you to you guys. You guys have been fantastic. You guys have helped me. Um, so I appreciate it. I, I was going to say maybe rather than a, a, a round of applause, gently because Josh has to edit this and going through that will destroy his ears. So Thank you. That's the most <laughs> polite golf clap we'll ever imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate. So, so Beebs, where, where where can people go and buy this thing if if they haven't done already? Because listening to our shenanigans has been too much fun. Uh, they could buy it at. There's three different online places I'm selling it at. So, um, Tabletop Loot now sells it. Yeah, so it's at tabletoploot.com/power-outage, and then um, mm-hmm. you can buy it on Drive Through RPG. That's actually where I also produce the book out of. So buy it from there and then indie press revolution um is another site so if you you know depending on what you prefer your your site of choice you could buy it from one of those three places excellent um dame where can people get your art because you've <laughs> you've shown off the line work of um a couple of the characters that we play in our usual D game which we'll be yes. returning to next week yay yes um you can find me on Twitter at Dame Ramasama. Uh, once I get through my backlog, which is basically Josh's um, commission, I will all be Josh's opening stuff. back up. Yeah. Yes, jo- it's all Josh's fault, everyone. Josh I, is just no, a I, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame it on that like month and a half of uh, other headache I had to deal with. That yeah. took the wind out of my sails for sure. It wasn't the amount. It was just like not feeling motivated. <laughs> That, that that and was... Michael's smug face. Oh yeah, let's not even begin with Michael. I just tried drawing Michael and I hated every second of it, and I have to redo. It, it, it won't Excellent. remain. It won't remain Excellent. family friendly. Excellent, yeah. Okay, that 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 Mr. Burns impersonator you can hear was Tyler. Tyler, you've got a hey. few podcasts in the fire. Yeah, like too many. Um, uh, but no, if you want to check out my stuff, um, uh, Club Fail is our website. Um, at Ronald Foos on Twitter, and um, if you there's the, the big other thing that I'm doing right now is America's Next Top Podcaster. Um, I'm on the second season. Um, I'm not allowed to say how far I've gotten if I've gotten anywhere past the first episode, but I'm definitely in the first episode. Nice, excellent. And Jacob, people can follow you on Twitter. Yep, you can find me at J Abbott S I U. Excellent. Uh, I, as always, can be found at the Twitter handle that I can never remember because I'm clearly going into some kind of decline. Uh, it is nerdy people d. N- uh, yep. Uh, you can't tell I was born with a stutter, can you? Uh, nerdy people d n d. Uh, also, I have another podcast that I promised I would do fortnightly, and now I'm doing weekly because I'm a glutton for punishment. Called Better Homes and Dungeons. And there is a website, betterhomesanddungeons.net, which will, is at the moment is under construction, but will soon have a very interesting logo. 
Oh no. <laughs> yes, it may not be as bad as you think, but it might be worse. We'll, we'll never know. Cool. Uh, but everyone, until next week, um, I will see all of you then. And it, Well, except for Beebs, who is in our D&D campaign. Oh. More's the pity. But I had fun, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for running this through us. Yeah. This yeah. was great.